got a lot of things to arrange before I can read. The, the scripture reading is Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. And if you can stand for the reading of God's word. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws, lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And peace on and peace I'm sorry. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told, the word of the Lord. Good morning. I'm a little, um, I don't know what the word is. Um, I mean, I know what the word is, but uh, um, I'm a little topsy-turvy this morning. I've uh, I had a crazy week. I'm not trying to make excuses. Everybody's had a crazy week. I left Monday morning at 4:30 on an airplane, and uh, last Monday, and not tomorrow, but last Monday, and uh, flew to. New Hampshire, then to Maine, and then to Rhode Island, then to Cape Cod, then to Long Island, and then to uh, Georgia, and then home at midnight on Friday night. Um, It's usually not that crazy, just sometimes it works out that way. Uh, I'm thankful for the job that I have and the way the Lord has blessed me and my family, and so, but... uh, I am so glad to be in church today, and I am so glad to be here and to be able to worship with you. Um, I don't know, it's just, like I said, after a crazy work, it's good to be, after a crazy week, it's good to be um, back, uh, back in church. So, we heard this morning... Uh, from chapter 2 of the book of Luke and the birth of 
Jesus being announced to the uh, shepherds there as they were taking care of their sheep there and and, uh, in, and around Bethlehem. Um, this morning I've entitled my message, Peace, Have No Fear. And uh, I need peace. I think we all need peace in our lives. It um, can be a hectic time of the year. It can be uh, a lot happening, a lot going on, a lot of, um, uh, just a lot of things. And sometimes the busyness and the craziness of all that takes place this time of year can rob us of the peace that Jesus wants us to have as we think about Advent and we think about His coming birth and as we've sung and as we've read this morning. And so I think peace is something um, that, we, that, we, um, that we desperately need in our lives, uh, that we, um, we, we look to find it, uh, some in different ways than others. Uh, many of us are searching for it, uh, maybe in places that will most likely not give it to us. And then hopefully there are those of us who are looking for it in Jesus. And hopefully as we look at his word today and we talk about that, we'll see, uh, we'll see a little bit about that peace that he brings and wants to bring and that is ours to have. The greatest event in history has just occurred. Uh, the Messiah, the King, the Son of God has just been born. And as we talked last week to a very, very young lady and uh, actually just maybe a tweener girl. And uh, now uh, it's been announced and is being announced as that great event. For ages the Jews had waited for this time, had waited for this day, and it finally happens. Um, The announcement didn't come from a press corps. It wasn't uh, done at the palace or the White House or any of those places. But it came through humble shepherds. Ordinary working people. They didn't have anything special about them. There was nothing um, nothing that they uh, had did uh, in an honorary way that would have gave anybody any hint that they would be chosen to hear the message that the Son of God was born. But they were chosen. You see, the good news about Jesus is that He comes to all types of people with His message of peace. He comes to the plain, to the ordinary, the outcasts of society. He comes to anyone with a a heart humble enough to accept Him. Whoever you are, whatever you do, you can have this Jesus in your life. 
doesn't matter where you came from. doesn't matter how you got here. doesn't matter much about anything other than your willingness to accept him. Wherever you are, whatever you do, you can have Jesus in your life. Don't think that you have to have extraordinary qualifications. Jesus accepts us all just as we are. As we come together in this place today to celebrate the coming of Christ, come looking for His good news of peace for you and for me. If you're taking notes this morning, and I'm not saying you have to, but if you're taking notes this morning, um, I want to talk about five different things as it relates to this peace and what this peace brings. Number one, peace brings your best for God. (coughs) The angel Gabriel had announced the coming births of Jesus and John in Luke chapter 1. Here the host of angels announced the good news of Jesus' birth and broke out in exuberant praise. That sounds like a pretty exciting party to me. One I wouldn't mind having been at. I think I could have, uh, I think I could have had a good time there. But what's awesome about that is that when Jesus comes, He comes as our Savior. He comes as our King, and He comes as the Prince of Peace. We hear it throughout the Bible. Him referred to as the Prince of Peace. They called the baby they called the baby Jesus the promised Messiah and Savior, but he was also the Prince of Peace. And this idea of the peace of Christ as it dwells in our lives, as he dwells in our lives, as he comes up alongside of us, gives us an opportunity to be the best that we can be for him and for everyone. Such an announcement was a typical proclamation of the birth of a child to a royal family. Caesar Augustus himself had been called a savior at his birth. It was announced when he was born. And the announcement of Augustus' birth would have been delivered to the members of the Roman Senate and other dignitaries. But as I've already said, the privilege of hearing about Jesus' birth came to ordinary shepherds. Quite a contrast there between a Roman emperor to be and the king of the ages. Ordinary shepherds were the first to hear and deliver the birth announcement of Jesus. They're ordinary people on an ordinary day with the most extraordinary message. To deliver. You see, shepherds, they were just doing their thing. They were out in the fields at night. You know, most of us maybe have a nine to five job, you know, and we get up in the morning, we go to work, we come home, and we have the evening where the shepherd's job was pretty much 24 7. And so, of anyone, who was 
in the place to hear of the birth of Jesus, the shepherds were in the perfect spot. They were there. They were alone. They were doing what they do every day. They were doing what they do to make a living. They were the middle class of their time. They were the working people of their time. And the angels came to them. Wouldn't that be a coffee break? Wouldn't it? Time to take a break and have a cup of coffee. And pow, there shows up some angels. Colossians 3, 23 to 24 reminds us that whatever we do, do it like it is for Jesus. Do what we do like we're doing it for Jesus. That's what the shepherds did. They were doing their job when the birth of the Messiah was announced to them. They were doing it. They were doing their job. You see, when peace comes, peace brings out our best for God. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Doing what we're called to do. But not only does peace bring out our best for God, it also brings out our obedience to God. Notice the shepherd's response. I know at first, in in verse 9 there, um, they're scared. Who wouldn't be? All of a sudden, just doing your job, and here come these angels swooping down on you, saying, hey, guess what? The Savior's born. He's born. That one you've been looking for is born. And the Scripture tells us that they were scared. They were terrified. They didn't know what to do. But by the time we get to verse 15, we see them responding with, Let's go. And when the angel it says, when the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that's happened, which the Lord has told us about. They immediately, they immediately, when the angels left, went and found the baby as they had been told. And then guess what? They couldn't keep their mouths shut. They had to tell everybody. Can you see it? It's now lunchtime, and they're over having lunch at the Mick Lamb, or whatever it was called in those days. Did you guys see that? Did you guys see? Did you guys hear? The Messiah's been born. The Messiah's here. We've gone to see him. Man, what, what, a, what a joy. What a joy. Like us, their first response, as I've already said, was fear. But it's interesting, if we look through the Bible, we can see that kind of response almost every time an angel of the Lord shows up. Abraham, Moses in the bush, Joshua, Jeremiah, Daniel, Zechariah, even Mary, as we read last week. The shepherds, as we just saw. Peter, later on, Peter and Paul. They will all respond with fear, but then immediately turn and go in obedience to what God has called them to do. There might be some things that God wants you to do that might sound a little bit over the top. 
I'm just an old shepherd. All I do is take care of sheep. All I do is watch the sheep, make sure the wolves stay away and the bears and all the other wild animals that, and the thieves that want to come and take them. I'm nobody special. I'm nobody with any special gifts. But you see, that's who Jesus comes and he talks to. That's who Jesus comes and says, I got something for you to do. I need you to do this. And yeah, we might be a little fearful at the beginning. We might be a little scared at the beginning. But if we really want to live in the peace of Jesus, we've got to be obedient. We've got to be obedient. Peace brings out our obedience to God. Not only does peace bring out our obedience to God and our, and our best for God, but it also brings out our excitement for God. The shepherds were terrified, but their fear turned to excitement as the angels announced the Messiah's birth. First the shepherds ran to see the baby, then they spread the word, Jesus our Messiah and our Savior. You see, praise for God and gratitude what he, for what He has done in our lives should bring us peace and the desire to be obedient. We sang about it this morning. I love Christmas carols. I love singing Christmas songs about the peace and the coming Savior. But with it comes some expectation on our part, and that is that we need to be obedient to what he is asking of us. It should motivate us to be witnesses to others about him. Have you discovered a Lord so wonderful that you can't help sharing your joy with your friends? You might wonder this morning, how can people who don't know Jesus, people who may not attend a church, people you know from neighbors to work people, you might be asking yourself the question, how can they know this peace that I know? The way they can know it is that you tell them, that you share it with them, that you tell them that there is a peace that they can have that comes from knowing the Lord Jesus Christ, the peace that he wants to bring, the peace that he wants to give. I read a story, many of you I'm sure have read the little um, devotional books, and, and Richard DeHaan writes a story in one of them that says, two artists set out to make a picture representing perfect peace. The first painted a canvas depicting a carefree lad sitting in a boat on a little lake without a ripple to disturb the surface. We probably right off the bat think that would be okay. That would be all right. The other painted a raging waterfall with winds whipping and spraying around. And on a limb overhanging the swirling water, a bird had built its nest and sat perfectly and peacefully brooding her eggs. Here she was safe from her predatory enemies, shielded and protected by the roaring falls. The first was only stagnation. The last was peace, 
For in peace there are two elements. There's tranquility and there's energy. There's silence and there's turbulence. There's creation and destruction. There's fearfulness and fearlessness. What he's trying to say is that the craziness that might be going on around us might be there for a reason. It might be there to point us towards what we really need to be thinking about, what we really need to be hoping for, and that is the peace of Christ and not just quiet and left alone. Although that comes in handy sometimes too. I'm not going to deny that. But peace may not be that to um, you. Peace is different to all of us. Jesus knows us. He knows our situations. He knows what bothers us, what doesn't bother us, what hurts us and can hurt us, what makes us uneasy, what causes us to drift away. And he will work in our lives and use those things to help us find the peace that we need to have. So peace brings your best for God. It brings obedience to God. It brings your excitement about God. And number four, it brings out your witness for God. These shepherds told everyone that would listen that they had heard and what they had heard and seen. You see, often people try to tell you all they know. And typically they're politely avoided, maybe sometimes not so politely avoided. You ever had that person that wanted to tell you everything they knew? It can be offensive. It can be bothersome. When someone tells you everything they know, tells everything they know to everyone they meet. However, listen to the shepherd's witness for Jesus as they never pause to take a breath. The witness of the shepherd revealed startling information. See, shepherds weren't really known to be people who knew a whole lot. They didn't, weren't expected to be the people who were in the know and in the circle and, and were, you know, uh, part of the, that, from that movie, I can't remember what it was, the inner circle. They weren't, weren't, uh, weren't expected to be those kind of people. But their message was revolutionary. It was breathtaking. It was transforming. You see, it was a message that changed the listener's life. The shepherds spoke from their hearts. Their words connected to the deepest needs of others. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is that there's a difference between the person who might want to tell you everything they know and then some more. And the difference between and the difference between that and the person who tells you what has happened 
in their life and what has happened to them and sharing that at the deepest level. You don't have to be afraid to tell people, hey, do you know Jesus? I do. There was a time I was not such a good guy. There was time I was this or I was that. But you know what? He came into my life and he made a difference. People might not want to hear that always, but they need to hear it. Because we plant the seeds and Jesus does the work. So peace brings about our witness for God. When you talk about Jesus, start with what you know best. Start with your life experience. Tell the story of God in your life. You don't need to embellish, but you don't need to hold back either. Your words will open the way for changing grace, and God will use you to change the world. So you see, the peace of Jesus brings out our witness for God. And number five, both Mary and the shepherds demonstrated their praise to the Lord for the coming of Jesus, the Savior of the world. Mary's praise was being treasured or stored up, while the shepherds' praise was boisterous and easily detected. There was no doubt. The shepherds knew they had received a special message. They'd been privileged to be the first to see the promised child. And now they wanted to tell everybody about it. Peace brings out your best for God. Peace brings out your obedience to God. Peace brings out your excitement about God. Peace will bring out your witness for God. And peace brings praise to God. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty good to me. In this Christmas season, again, as I said earlier, when the craziness of everything is happening around us, we need a little peace. Now, it may not be exactly like you want it to be, may not be that tranquil lake, may be a lot of swirling going on around you, but you can know that there's peace when Jesus is in your heart. You can know it. It's not one of those, hey, I wonder if I got it or not. You got it. You'll know it. And you'll tell people about it. You'll share it. Even though the announcement of Jesus' birth brought fear to the shepherds, it should bring peace. To us. And this peace should cause us to do our best in all things as unto the Lord. This peace should help us to obey and should lead us to obey whatever He is leading us to in our lives, whatever He's asking us to do. Because great, that great gift deserves something in return on our part. That great gift of peace deserves something to in return, we should be excited about who He is in our lives. I know it's tough. Life is tough. 
man, we face some crazy days and have been. And it looks like we got more on the way. Maybe it's the new normal. I don't know. Who knows? But I do know that we were told by Jesus that this isn't, this isn't all there is. This isn't the way it's going to be. You're going to have trouble. He told his disciples in, in the book of John, you're going to have trouble. But my peace I leave you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give it? Witness to as many as possible the good news of Jesus. What better time than Christmas? Ringing the bells with a big old smile on your face or just a huge reason to be thankful and to be smiling and to be that someone that someone wants to be around. That's how we can share, too, as well, the love. Jesus. Our offering of praise to the Lord for coming to us at this first Christmas, as well as his promise to return to take his people to heaven in his second coming. So he's come once. The shepherds saw him. The shepherds got to sing about it. The shepherds got to tell everybody. They got to be fired up about it. But guess what? He's coming again. And we're going to get to see it. And, hey, what better reason, what better peace can we have than to know that and to live that and to allow that to permeate through everything we do? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your peace. Your peace that passes all understanding, your peace that helps us, your peace that guides us, your peace that gives us what we need to live out our lives for you. There are those, Lord, who don't know that. There are those, Lord, who don't know the peace that you can give. Help us this Christmas season to share that to be peace givers, to be peaceful people. Father, we are honored that you've allowed us to open your word this morning and that you've shared and spoken to each of us. Help us to go from this place different than when we came. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.